Hi guys! This is a drunk art review. I'm Rosie Alexander and this is Jenny Kemp. This is our first podcast and we're so happy that you are listening to us. I mean the, the general demise of this is that we're gonna drink some booze and we're gonna talk about some art and then we're gonna review it because we like art and, and shit. And, you know? and probably chat a lot of yeah, shit as well because yeah. that's just what we do when we get together. You Second, have already had I've beer. Had, I've had a beer already. I'm on my second glass of wine and I've already had an amaretto and cake, so I'm having a great evening so far, folks. <laughs> yeah, you, dr- you were drinking before you even came over, weren't you? But, same, same as me. But yeah, you were drinking before, so we will have a uh, drink of the week. Yeah, we, we were thinking that we'd have a drink of the week and then uh, we could, like, share the recipe. But this week we're being basic white bitches <laughs> and drinking rosé. <laughs> well, we've we got the... It's not that this is an advert at all. We've got the Gallo family white... Z- Zin- Zinfidel? Zinfidel. Zinfidel. It's like infidel. <laughs> Isn't it? Right? In- no? No? But no? we also have barefoot white Zinfidel because I thought I'd mix that shit up a bit. So Yeah, I mean, grapes from one place, grapes from another. They're probably all, all exactly together. the same. With- uh, should we, we shouldn't even talk about brands, should we? I don't know. Is that, is, 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 it doesn't matter because it's our podcast! I don't think it's illegal. I think we're fine. I think yeah. as long as we're not um, promoting something and not telling people that it's actually an ad, we're safe. All thoughts and opinions are our own, by the way. So, like, <laughs> Unless we're reading from Wikipedia, which might happen later on too. Yeah, like, if we're really drunk, we won't remember what we're talking about, so we might need some reference notes. I um, love how normal you sound, even if you're, like, hammered. How, you say it, that, but I get. It, I, I always think when I get the drunker, <laughs> I get the louder and more London I get. My speech rate is faster, and I mean I talk quite quickly normally, so I'm having to try really hard now not to. Um, <laughs> otherwise, people, it will just be like a blur. This is this. The thing is, this review is going to be real because basically, we just chat about this stuff anyway, and we yeah. thought, well, why not record it with our drunk art reviews that will kind of bring art to a generation that maybe doesn't appreciate it as much, or finds it difficult to access, or because, like, we both have fine art backgrounds. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, we do. You know, that's where we started. I mean, Rosie is a freelance... I do some arts. I do I do comics and illustration. Mm-hmm. Although, I, d- I try to drop, like, oh, yeah, I'm a graphic designer, I'm an illustrator. I, I realised how broad being an illustrator is, so I was like, right, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Comics. So I'm a comic illustrator, and I was like, what else do I want to do? Characters! I'm a character designer, so I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna be those two things, and then, yeah. you know, make some comics. I'll be talking about comics a lot in this podcast, but um, only as recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> you can't see her face right now, but it's really cute. I know, yeah. You see, what I'm trying to uh, stem down as well is my laughter volume chesting out the recording my my volume has been like decibels high uh so i'm gonna stem that down i think generally me and you both have very high-pitched laughs so we apologize in advance if we make your dogs bark and scare cats when you're listening (laughs) to this um but you're just gonna have to put up with this shit i'm really sorry like i mean if you don't like it turn the fucking thing off Ah, do you know what i mean like we're we're here take us or leave us we're just two (laughs) girls having a drink getting drunk and chatting about stuff we like so like if you're not into that move on this is the podcast for you yeah yeah but if you want to be here and you want to listen to us we're ecstatic 
What inspired me to do this drunk art review is the fact that other than we love art and mm. art history doesn't get brought to the front as much as it should be. It depicts so much Ooh. social history and social history Ooh. is so important to our Isn't it? Like, life today. It's why, it's why the comics that we see done by the everyday person mm. are so important because they reflect what's actually going on. Yeah. It, it's like local history, basically. Why I wanted to do this was the fact that in the oof, was it like the eight the late eighteen hundreds mm-hmm. you had the influx of coffee houses and people starting to have that sense of enlightenment and mm-hmm. talk with each other and that happened not just from coffee but it happened from alcohol too. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and it was that blend together when people were talking and they had these enlightened ideas and they were like, I want to conquer the world and I want to do this, but I want it to mean something and it doesn't like once I've made it, people can just accept it or whatever. Like I love that idea and it's in those small dimly lit rooms where conversation is bustling and leaping you forward into your existence, you know? And um, who doesn't want to be there? And who doesn't want to talk about what they love and learn what other people love, you know? Yeah, and learn that other people love the same thing as you. And I think it's like when you meet somebody who loves something like you do. (laughs) I love you. I love you too. (laughs) It's nice to see things from other people's point of views. Yeah, because there's no no judgement either. I mean, you get some some trollops who are like... (laughs) That's the thing, like, I don't think you have to be a particular age or a particular Uh colour, a particular race, a particular, you know, religion, gender. I think you can be whatever you want to enjoy art from different points of view and different Mm. perspectives, and you might see it differently to someone else, but you can still enjoy that piece of art or feel something from that piece of art. It's for you. That's what this is about. That's what this podcast is going to be about. It's like, we do come from that fine art background, and we're very aware, because I enjoy opera and the ballet and stuff like that as well. And so I was nutcracker last year. Amazing. <laughs> so I'm not going to make a joke about that. Um, <laughs> this is something that I've had discussions with people mm. before because I come from a and you pro- you do as well. Mm. We come from very working class families. Yeah. Um, I come from a family of basically London Dell boys, um, and I'm proud of that. You know, my mum mm. and my dad had to work their asses off for everything we had. You know. Yeah. And my mum worked two jobs, and like you know, we were poor as children, mm. but like. But uh, art I mean, is still there for you. You know what I mean? It yeah, just, but like, doesn't matter about class. Well, that's the thing. Like, my mum, from the age of five, like, it, my mum still loved the opera. She was working class. You know, she wasn't fancy. She wasn't middle class or posh or anything. Mm. But she loved the opera because it brought her joy. So when I was a child, she started taking me because yeah. she thought I would love it too. And I've always loved it. But there's this weird stigmatism that if you're not from a certain type of group... Yeah. Um, do you know what I mean? Mm. And I, I don't know if it's as much now, but there is still this underlying current, I think. And because of like my background in um, costume and makeup for theatrical design as well as costume and fashion. Fabulous. So I'm very aware that there are these weird stigmatisms in mm. sort of theatre groups. And well, I mean, yeah, from going from fine art to illustration and animation, I mean, it's the same there as well, you know? There's this weird kind of stigmatism, I think, in like in a lot of these old older um, art be it fashion, drama, whatever mm. that you have to be a certain type of person to do them and enjoy them and I think that's wrong because like 
there's Absolutely. so there's such wonderful things and we hope that this podcast kind of brings joy to people and know that actually it is okay i mean like go to your local art galleries go to big exhibitions if you think it will interest you i mean the thing is you're going to go to places and there'll be sometimes you'll look at art and you won't like it like for example i went to a rothko exhibition oh, and yeah. i un- i understand the theory I... behind rothko and i know you see, like rothko see i i remember like i remember you saying oh mm. we've we've won tickets to or like we've been given tickets mm. to go see the yeah, rothko exhibition at, at the tape yeah and i was like Oh my god! I because like I'd just seen and uh, I don't know if you guys should wa- haven't watched it, but you should. The Power of Art by Simon Shammer. He told the story in such a magical way, and he does it for like these really iconic artists. He mm. does it for Benini. He does it for my favorite Caravaggio. One day we're going to talk about him. There'll be a lot of Caravaggio, Wait, oh, I imagine, coming uh, up. And yeah. she's like Caravaggio obsessed. <laughs> and just so to you warn you, I'm, the... I'm Klimt obsessed. So there's going to be Caravaggio, Caravaggio and Klimt. I love yeah. Gustav Klimt, He's... so there'll be a lot of that. Yeah. I delved into what Rothko was. And I mean, I'm a very figurative person. I mean, I do. I love character design and uh, sort of theatrical... You'll have to describe what kind of artwork Rothko is for people yeah, who yeah. don't understand. Okay, so when it comes to Rothko, he has he has this uh, these three pieces... Um, I mean, he has a lot of pieces, but the the most iconic ones and the ones that you really want to see, and they're in the tape right now, mm. and it's called the Temple, I think. Mm. I really wish we had a fact checker right now. Facts. We're drunk. Facts. We can't. We can't check facts yeah, now. We're so, drunk. But go so, and double check everything we say yeah, because okay. we are pissed as yeah. So um, um, Roth- Rothko's Temple and and or not cathedral, but like it's something mm. holy. And you're meant to see these paintings uh, at sort of like a, a, a lower degree of light. And see, you see, I remember you yeah, describing yeah. Rothko to me as they yeah. have to be hung and lit in a certain way to be mm-hmm. fully appreciated. Yeah. And when you walk in, it's like this holy experience. You're meant to dissolve into the picture, and it's like this window into this other dimension. The thing it's is, with Rothko, to invoke something, yeah, isn't it? With Rothko, when you're staring for that long, the colours vibrate. They mm. literally they dance under your eyes. You're experiencing this really deep, guttural feeling. See, and the problem was when I went to this exhibition. And that's mm. why I'm not wowed by him. Is because it was in the Tate, and as lovely as the Tate is. It was all hung on these. I mean, <laughs> if you've never been to the Tate Modern um, on the Thames, pretty, pretty, pretty big place. I mean, it's a lovely, yeah. it's a lovely museum. I think I it mean, used to be like some old mill or something. Yeah, yeah, I can't think of what it was exactly. And I mean, the most recent one I went to see was the de, uh, not Tamara de Manpeca. No, 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 uh, Georgia O'Keeffe. Yes, I, I saw that too. Yeah, it was I went, beautiful. I went with. I took my mum. Um, we had a great time. Seriously, like <laughs> if you're into art and you like, mm. or you don't know what to do, I mean, go and see some of these exhibitions. Yeah. And, but go the thing is, it. there's so many free exhibitions now. Yeah. But yeah, when I saw Rothko at the Tate, the Tate is like big, high ceilings, large rooms, mm. white walls. A certain kind of light, very LED bright. Yeah. And, like, you didn't get that effect from it. And then as I was walking around with my mum... I feel like maybe they lost that. I feel like everything should com- have been really dimly lit. It completely, like, washed out. The funny thing was there were, like, these people that were standing looking at this painting and one of them was, like, just a black canvas. Yeah. And literally there was no other texture on it. There was no texture. It was just this black canvas. And this person was standing there looking at it, like, being really, like, pretentious, like... Are you just making shit up? This isn't being you, viewed in the way it was meant to be yeah. viewed. So what are you seeing? I mean, like, I know you're meant to view art in a certain way, but at that point, because of the way it was hung and the way it was displayed, all it was was a black canvas. 
Yeah, but see, because it wasn't if, in its right environment and its right situation, it, it didn't the, mean the yeah. right thing. If it was in the so right lighting, this, it would have what we were trying to get. And what this, this sort of brand of pageant was yeah. was like there is this pretentiousness in mm. a lot of the old-fashioned arts, opera, ballet, art. Do you know wow, what I mean? We went on a way round trip. Uh, that took us a long time to get to the point. <laughs> the point is, there's a lot of pretentiousness in these old arts. Yeah, and we want to break that barrier because we think everybody should be able to access art because there's so many different types of art there's sculpture and um, oh, you know oil painting oh. and watercolour and there's do, do you know what I mean there's we're... so many beautiful things <sighs> in art that you could appreciate that might not appeal to you might appeal to someone else but we want to bring that to you when you're drunk I mean like I mean, even if you knew you're not drunk <laughs> but I mean let's be honest when you've had a piece of alcohol in your system it's basically a social loop a couple unit and you're quite happy to chat shit um, and like your honest thoughts are open you... is, yeah. it, is it as if you've gone under hypnosis and you're susceptible to what's being suggested so this is what we're bringing to you. I yeah. just, I'm doing hand actions, like I'm oh. opening myself oh. up to you and you can't see me because I'm just like, oh. Well, um, one, one wonderful thing, actually, that we were discussing, because obviously this is the first episode that we've done, so we're, we're, we're thinking as well of doing uh, a YouTube uh, video so you can actually see us talking. Yeah, so we apologise. <laughs> So yeah, I mean, you might have to watch us get like rosy cheeked as we like do yeah. this. Um, and also, we apologise for the sound because we, this is our first podcast, yeah, so yeah. we don't have the right equipment. Eventually, we so will get an actual like a, 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 a spit uh, buffer. Yeah, as well. so we'll have proper take those. So bear with us while we work out on our technical stuff. Yeah, I'm really feeling my expressions. I know that we're talking just through audio, but I can really feel my expressions. Yeah, like her face is like full grinning right now. So, Jenny, how long have we known each other? I was working this out the other day, <laughs> and we've known each other since about year nine, so wow. we would have been 13, oh, wow. 14, oh, so we've that known... Was like, that was the prepubescent yeah, era. Back in art, back in design technology, yeah, graphic design, that's yeah. when we met. So we've known each other just over 15 years. Oh, oh, oh. Am I getting so old? <laughs> I think that's like the prerogative of like a late 20s getting on for 30. You're like, wow, really bucking on those years now. Mm. Yeah. This is why we're like, part of one of the reasons we're doing the podcast, because we're like, fuck it, we're nearly 30, we should do whatever the fuck we want. I know. Whatever we want I to. know. I mean, you know, freelancing, I can decide what I'm doing. Most of the time it's just sort of upstairs in my own studio crying because I have no work, but you know, if you want to hire me, <laughs> I love the honesty. I love the honesty. It has to be. It has to be. Yeah, 15 years. Darling. What a gorgeous woman you are. <laughs> Classy glass clink. Oh yeah, I know. This is just standard Tesco's glass. Well, there's nothing wrong with that because I'm Ain't less likely I'm less likely to break it, let's be yeah. honest. We know yeah. I'm Right. So Should we uh should we get on with what this podcast is about? Yes, our um, our drunk art reviews. So to set the premise, we are. I don't know why I'm looking at the computer because <laughs> the, we're the not people, filming. The people are through the computer. Like you can't they're, see they're me, but I keep looking at you for some reason. I think it uh, has <laughs> something to do with the weird, like arsehole shaped SpongeBob mouth that's on your computer yeah, screen we, right now. It kind of to... keeps drawing me in like a cat's mm. butt. You shouldn't look at it, but you do. Yeah, this isn't um, my laptop, so I mean. Ah. Uh, uh, so. <laughs> Whose laptop are we using? <laughs> this is this is this is Stuart's. Oh, okay. So, so I was I was like, he, have you stolen this from someone? Do they know you're oh, using this? Oh yeah, I was just I was just like wandering around, saw on the street, that hey, free laptop. Yeah. Um, no, that that little asshole right there. That's Ooh. that was Stuart's choice. 
Premise. Premise. So Premise. we're both going to bring a piece of art to the table mm -hmm. based around a theme. Yeah. Um, because this is our first week and we're called Drunk Art Review, we're going for Drunk Art as our theme. Yeah, um, so our theme. We're both bringing one in blind. You've mm -hmm. got one and I've got one. Yep. Neither of us have seen the other person's. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're gonna have a look at it together. Yeah. Have a chat about it together. Yeah. Oh, but it's it's um, a surprise too. Like you're gonna okay. you're gonna she's gonna describe it to me, and mm. I'll describe mine to her, and we get to imagine it together, evoke the painting, whether it's in, a, in our mind's eye. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I I think it's gonna be pretty fun. Pretty yeah. Fun. And I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, I mean, I don't know how you've chosen yours because like some weeks I'll probably choose it on pieces of art that I personally really enjoy and like. Yeah. Um, I've chosen this piece of art for a particular reason because I think it will remind you of something that we were like laughing hysterically about the other day and when you see it you'll know why and it. I'm a bad person for bringing this to the table. Okay. <laughs> I, is, is, is it penises? No, it's They're not just, penises. Just, 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 just a, a mountain of them. I mean, you know, really Just to give you some there. background, I'm recently single so like... <laughs> And hey, it's been a while, so I was a little bit like... I've been talking about that sort of stuff a lot recently. What's better than having a conversation about those sides of life? We're going to talk about a lot of this sort of stuff. I mean, yeah. this is Drunk Art Review, but we're two best mates having a chat on a Friday night, like, drinking. It's, so basically, we're going to go off Friday on... Friday night! We're gonna, How basic are we? Basic white <laughs> bitches with pink wine on a Friday night. I um, never drink pink wine, but, like, I'm so thrilled to be drinking it right now. Like, it's going down a tree. So, I'm feeling it already. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna get a lot of tangents from it. It's the ride along, it's the ride along. And I'm sure as well, the, the more that we do this, the more practiced we'll be, the more efficient we'll be in like, That's being bullshit. able to- That's bullshit, we're never gonna be <laughs> efficient. <laughs> we're just gonna, it's just gonna be drunk rambling. This is what this is. Oh God, yeah. Slowly getting drunker and drunker. Um, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of drunk, um, before we do our drunk art reviews, um, I'd just like to thank Crazy for a oh. very nice weekend last weekend. Oh. For the first time in about four years, we went on a night out together. We, we and, had a fabulous time. And drank genuinely. an obscene amount. How we weren't more hungover, oh, oh, I don't know. Honey, oh. Were you I, hanging? I... I just slept for a couple of extra hours and I was okay, actually. I couldn't because we were doing something that day. You poor thing. Um, but I didn't go to my running club. I was like, <laughs> I said, fuck that, fuck that shit. Well, I was, I was like somewhere else, so I had to get. <laughs> oh my, yeah. Yeah, let's not talk too much about that. But I was somewhere else, so I had to get Let a cab. Bet. I had to get a cab back home. Um, not one of my <laughs> finest moments, but I had a fun night. Um, I remember those days. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it was, was a great. It night. was fantastic. I had so much fun, and I reveled in just like first club we went to, straight on the table, talking to uh, those two girls, just like having fun. And uh, I did a phenomenal slip over. Genuinely, that, I went. Do you remember that? I yeah, went you so went, hard. Although down. I'd like to point out that it wasn't because you were drunk. It was because literally someone had spilt a whole pint of beer on the floor. You put your foot down, and it was like literal yeah. kind of like banana skin moment. <laughs> Although like I, you were up and then you were just flat on your ass and I was although just like, I, I I was I was very drunk at that moment. So I just kind of lay there, horizontal, for a good five seconds in drunk time is a long time. I'd also like to point out she'd had most of the bottle of red wine before we even got out and then oh, when we yeah. got into the first place. Um And I'd... you just got like four cocktails, didn't you? Yeah, we had a lot of cocktails. Yeah, in fact, we just drank a lot. But she'd already drank a lot when we got into the first place. It made um, me very chatty with everybody. Like, the poor barman didn't know what to do with that. And she turned around. And you know you get those camera guys on nights out. So we're in New York. <laughs> I was like, you, come here. Literally, I'm not <laughs> kidding you. She, like, looked at this and she went, 
you and pointed at him. <laughs> this poor boy who looked like I don't know why he was working in New York Exchange because like he didn't I, look he didn't look old he, enough. He looked about thirteen. He did. Him. He looked very very fresh faced. Um, but then we probably think he's fresh faced in comparison to us because we're very haggard oh, and old. Oh, oh, she literally was like summing him over like, <laughs> take a photo of our fabulous faces. I know. Oh, it was so sweet. And then I found it a couple of days later and I tagged it. And I was like, hey, it was great. Yeah, that was it. Was it was such a fun night. Like I I enjoyed that I missed it and I love I love dancing and isn't it? I love going out and yeah. dancing it's oh, not so much about we were, getting drunk it's we just were like the dancing. first people dancing like I, she says we she oh, was yeah. the first person dancing I was like twerking I was like Instagram storying her and it's just her on this dance floor oh my God, just like proper that. getting down to it like yeah. it was a beautiful moment next chapter on to the next on to the drunk art review podcast that's what I say who wants to go first do you want to go first or shall I go first what would you prefer I feel first so. Wait for that sound. Ah, that's such a fun <laughs> sound. I think these were different grapes, aren't they? Yeah. See? Lighter, darker. Okay. Who's going first? Well, my lovely dear, I'm going to nominate you. Okay. <laughs> so I need to describe this image to you. Okay, all right. Here okay. goes. The first drunk art to, review ever. You don't ever. want me to tell you what the image is. You no, no. To... I want you to d- describe what you see. Let the people at home hear what you're seeing as well, because we... Okay. We want you to imagine along with us. So, the drawing itself is um, black and white. Yeah. So it's like an illustration. Is it an etching? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I, think <laughs> it's <the original laughs> I really hope we don't have the same one. <laughs> and it's a. Uh, okay. It's in London. Yeah. What do we do if we have the same image? I we're, well, there's there's technically two parts to this one. <gasps> Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I've got Jin Lane. I've got Jin Lane. Oh my god! <laughs> well, for our first ever drunk art review, we managed to pick the same image. Oh my, literally. Well, we might as well get it look, up because we're going to be talking about Jin Holy, Lane. There's quite a lot of history with Jin I, Lane. Jin Lane and Beer Lane? Or yeah. Beer Street? Oh beer my god. Or beer Street. I can't believe I'm that. I'm Hogarth. <laughs> yes! Like, I, I was like, hey, Hogarth has to be the one who's got his shit down because, like. I can't for, believe we picked the same thing. I. This, I thought you were going to go for something like really psychedelic, no. like when someone was drunk when they painted. No. So I went for something really I, kind of like. I was like, "Come here, like oh this this shows this, that we're on the same wavelength." I I'm genuinely astonished. This is brilliant. <laughs> this is going to happen some weeks because like we do like we like varied styles of art, but we also yeah. like the same styles of art. Yeah. So some weeks we're going to have clashes like this, but that's great because like we're both invested in this picture. Um, okay, we need to we need to the, like the, you, we need to we need to say exactly what this we need to describe. Okay, it. so I these, mean some of the people at home they might not know who I mean, this yeah. this, so this guy is. Okay, so Gin Lane is a part of a two piece series. So there's Gin Lane and there's is it Beer Street or but the one we're talking about is Gin Lane. Well, I suppose we can incorporate both. Basically, there are pieces by William Hogarth. I Hogarth. love that you got this. Oh, I'm no. so sorry. Like, how did this happen? I have no idea. I was like, let's let's keep Just it like a surprise. It let's keep it a surprise. Oh, it was funny. I was like, I had oh no idea. Oh my god. You know, you know why I chose Hogarth is because I've got a fucking mug in in my kitchen. Do you want to know why I chose this image? <laughs> Tell me, tell me. Because do you remember we were looking at that meme the other day? That mother like just dropping the baby, and it's because in this, <laughs> it's like, it's, in this image, we'll describe the image in a bit. But there's a baby in this image that reminds me of a meme that we were laughing about the other day. It's like doesn't matter how long you've chose, you know, you spent on something, and you can always start again. And oh my god, the woman's like throwing the baby like. 
This is awful. But, I mean, we did a disclaimer before you started listening to this, so... It, it does, you know, don't worry. Mm-hmm. We're not we're mean trying, people. We're, we're not encouraging people we, to throw their babies. Yeah. I love babies. No, like, don't do I don't have any babies, shit. but I love babies. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah, but, Anytime there's a baby, I'm like, but like, up for it. You're going to make a funny meme. Mm. You're going to be all over that. I think we should, like... But yeah, I can't even remember what the meme is about. It's whenever there's something in your life, just say, fuck this shit, and there's this, like, cartoon woman, like, literally, like, throwing a baby, and the baby and her are both, like, grinning like, stupidly. bye! <laughs> like, you must have seen it on the internet. It's very popular. <laughs> anyway. Right. Tell us... Tell us about you... William Hogarth. Well, I mean, I don't know lots about Hogarth because he's not one of my favourite artists, but the image itself, like, appealed to me because of this baby yes. and the meme. But the premise of Gin Lane and Beer... Beer Alley? Beer Alley. Um, I think it is be- Beer Alley. Let's see, let's see. Let's do a quick Google search because we we can do that. Um, I, she's she's beer... good at that. But Gin Lane and Beer Alley were produced in 1751 by William Hogarth. Um, and... Basically, it's to do with the... Beer Street! Beer Street. Beer Street, Beer Street. and Gin Lane. It was Lane. Beer Street and Gin Lane. Um, so it was produced in 1751, and it's to do with the fact that um, gin had become like a very popular substance at the time for mm. people to get positively wrecked on. Um, so it was showing like the pros and cons, so like gin was seen as this bad, evil thing, and like beer was like good, and like if you wanted to get drunk, drink beer because it's good for you and it's wholesome, and gin was like bad and evil. Yeah, and of um, course like beer, I mean beer was the thing that people would drink if water was sort of, you know, sort of diseased. Well that's the thing, like beer, everybody drank ale yeah. the day. Monks, everybody was fucked. priests, everyone was hammered. They were loving the beer. Mm. And I mean, Robin Hood with the fry tuck, mm. that was real. I don't know if you know, not fry tuck, but like the whole the whole demise of it, you know. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. actually like I was actually having a discussion with my mum my the other day. When you actually think about it, there's a lot of traditional pubs built next to churches. Um, mm. And it's something to do with, and I can't remember the exact wording my mum used, but it's because um, on Sundays the churches wanted to keep their patrons like kind of church and stuff to it. So like it was this way to encourage them to come to church was the fact that then they could go and have beer afterwards. So that's why you quite often find a pub, an old-fashioned pub and an old-fashioned church built next to each other. That's why there's so many in England, like all of them. So many churches, so many pubs, all together. I think Norwich has the most churches. I mean, I've lived in Norwich for a while now. I'm moving back to Ipswich. Are we allowed to say that we're where we are? <gasps> They're gonna know where we live. Oh god! Oh no, no, it's yeah. fine. We can say we're yeah. we're Suffolk bumpkins, you know, like. No, speak for yourself. Like, like, we've 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 got a better dialect than a lot of the general stereotype of uh, Suffolk bumpkins. I think we've just offended most of Suffolk, but there we go. Oh god! Hopefully, none of them are listening to this. Oh, god. I love you all. Anyway, Gin Lane. Yes. So it's showing yes. this scene Gin of Lane. we see we're just going off on fucking tangents hey, already. That's that's the way of it. But it's this portrayal of um like the anarchy almost that Jin has so this mm. main feature of this scene is this woman um, sitting right <laughs> at the forefront on these steps and she's getting some snuff out of her box like in this kind of daze almost and she's sitting there and she's really haggard um, I think the premise is that she's resorted to prostitution um, because she's got these wounds on her leg that are sort of symbolic of syphilis which was like a raging problem at the time because oh, I mean like huge I mean huge like problem. syphilis was like a mad thing if you don't know what it is google it it's this awful STI that I think was it one of the was it syphilis one of the mad ki- that the mad king had yeah 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 um, yeah, yeah. Like, um, not like I'm, and I'm not talking Game of Thrones here I'm talking like the real mad king was it George <laughs> when you think about STIs you think about it affecting your your vagina or your penis mm. and like your reproductive organs and things like that but um, if they're left untreated, I mean, things like syphilis, for example, and uh, again, this isn't a sexual disease, mm. TB, yeah. but like, if they're left too long, you can get it in the brain and it affects your mental health. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's why this, 
and back in the day, because like I mean, people didn't consider mental health, did they? They, they no, I they, mean, um, you were just chucked in poorhouses and like yeah. you know institutions. But they thought you, you know, you had like the devil in you, and um, you weren't going to be able to recover from anything. Yeah, so. See, we're talking about some serious shit. Yeah, abuse, we do. We do sometimes. So this yeah. woman is sitting on this step. She looks out of her face, very haggard, very away with it. She's getting snuff out of her box and <laughs> is... She's clearly... I think, as I say, the premise is that she's turned herself into prostitution to, like, mm. so that she can earn some money, so she can keep buying her gin, so she can keep getting her fix, because it's, like, her thing. She needs mm. it. Um, and in this desperate attempt... She has a child that's... In this desperate attempt to try and get her attention, throws itself off of her, and it's, like... Mad, like when you look at it, this and child, it's going to be falling down like five it's steps. It's like, mother, I mean, look is... at me, like, and she's not paying it any attention. Like, she's so desperate yeah. to get a fix of gin, like she doesn't care that her child's trying to kill itself. And the the other sort of thing at the forefront uh, is this man who looks so ill and like almost uh, well, he kind of I looks mean, like he, a corpse. He he really does. I mean, he looks um With like he's dog. on the verge of death. I mean, the dog looks healthier than he does. I think the dog looks like it's smiling actually. I, I mean, the shoe, his, his shoes don't fit him. Um, his but skin he, and bones. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, can't, I don't actually know what it says on the scroll in his basket. But yeah, all, all the but images this... on Google seem to be very, very mm. hazy, so but it's kind steps, of hard to see. The steps that they're sitting on are leading down to the Gin Royal, which is kind of like the pub there. Mm. Um, and also, there's lots of other things in the image going on. So behind that woman, there's... Um, Oh, what they called like a pawnbroker. Yeah. Um, and the, I think the incitation is that um, people were selling everything that they needed for their livelihood just to get their gym fixed. So there's a man mm. who's meant to be a um, carpenter selling his tools, like mm. so that he can, um, you Such know, big just symbolism so he can get his gym there fixed. too. Yeah. Um, and then the next to him, there's this woman who's, I mean, obviously she's a housewife in those days because God forbid women have a trade. Oh in those God, days. no, never, um, never. So she's selling her pots and pans because that's her trade. Don't have any education, darling. Um, don't go to university. Uh, there's never also could. there's lots of imagery in this image. Like it's mm. quite dark when you actually look into it. See, Coffee makers and a funeral parlor. Yeah. There's like anarchy in this see, bar over see, here. See, what really got me when I was like looking into it was the fact that in the background, just sort of subliminally, you have a man hanging himself. Yeah, see, I didn't and, even notice yeah, that. Yeah, you, you have that man hanging himself. You've got this building where the the coffin sign is attached to, and it's falling down so mm. basically it's like even the people who are dying won't have a place to go mm. I, mean, uh, I mean you can always get so many different interpretations for a, a and did you notice piece, this one but... behind the bar scene there's to the right of the image there's like a bar scene that kind of looks like anarchy and people mm. wheeling dead people in wheelbarrows but there's, a, the... <laughs> there's a man with a pike looking really happy but there's actually a baby on that pike when you see a oh clear image God. and next to it you can barely see it in this version of the image but there's a woman screaming like why is this man impaling my baby oh. on a stick like it's just like advertising like gin is pure anarchy um the funny thing and, is though is that at the time um it was almost like a political ruse that uh gin was bad for you because mm. barley or you know because they were trying to prop up the grain yeah yeah stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah they? Like, they were trying like, to stop imports mm, and work on. and they were like oh okay so grain is really cheap right now how can we make it more expensive? Mm. Let's distill it, turn it into gin. Okay, so we're gonna make you buy this more expensive, make grain prices go up, make stockholders, you know, earn more money. But we're gonna sort of deny you the elegance of having a good life because we're gonna stigmatize you with being these slovenly people roaming around the streets, throwing your babies like off your mm. lap and, and being like a drunken mess and not having your life together. Yeah, see, I was doing some more reading on like the image related to these images. At the time, to do with the gin laws, I can't think what the gin law was called. I did have it on my phone here. Um, let um, me see if I can find it. it, got, it 
Is it in this it tab might be, right but, now? Um, I've got a different article to uh-huh. you that I've been reading. Mm. Um, so let me just double check. <laughs> so fun, fun side note. Um, I mentioned my mug earlier. I got a mug uh, which is called the Hogarth Wine of Beauty. And Hogarth had a huge thing about... Basically, it's like you have a triangle and then you have this really elegant waved line in between. And he would draw various uh, characters that followed this line. And within, I think it, it, might, it might be Beer Street, you can actually see like a painter and he, he carries that same line through him. But the fun thing is, is that my, my mug, I got it from the Comic Art History Museum in London. I think that's what it's called. And it's just because uh, Hogarth, the most famous picture of him is him with like a little bulldog. And on my mug, you've got the bulldog. <laughs> Doing a really elegant uh, jet stream of pee, <laughs> uh, like around around the mug, and it has the same elegant line to it. Wow. Yeah, that I mean, I saw that, I instantly was like, yes, please, and it's been my favorite mug ever since. So it is the Sale of Spirits Act, seventeen fifty. Also commonly known as the Gin Act, seventeen fifty one. So it's all to do with this, basically. Um, to the point of like gin was kind of like unregulated at that mm. point so this is why it was such a problem as well because there was no regulations on it so like people were mixing like poison with it essentially yeah. so there was like people mixing turpentine well, and stuff like it's that the same with heroin and all the the yeah. the, the, dos, the dos i think houses. it was like considered like as much of a problem as opium was do you know yeah, what I mean? yeah yeah so i think it was kind of like so this is like this two-part series so like gin was like this evil and beer was like this wholesome like yeah they're really encouraging people to drink the beer um and that's that part of uh the painting because obviously they're they're two etchings that mm. go side by side hogarth was you know predominantly uh, a satirical artist so he would make really easily printed uh, pieces you know to go into newspapers that mm. were easily accessible to people but in the beer street that's where you have the elegant line of beauty mm. he would uh, oh Lino. if there's any strange noises now then i'd just like to let you know that there's a beagle trying to get onto my lap he's and- very sweet Oh, oh, there he goes. Hey, Leah, come on. I think you've had a drink because you you didn't manage to get up that time. I've decided that um, Rosie's dog has a fetish. He likes to lick tights. Yeah, he really Um, really does. As soon as as, uh, Jenny came in, he was like, give me those tights. And he was just like... Apparently he does that a lot, so um, there's a beagle with a tight fetish. Oh, he's oh. he's very cute. He's licking my thighs. <laughs> he's um, licking your tights right now. <laughs> it's a good thing that you're a dog, because if this was an actual man doing this, you'd be in trouble. I mean, you'd have to buy me dinner first. <laughs> oh, look at those ears. He's so soft right now. The beauty of a podcast is that you get to discuss and describe we, how wonderful things are. And we you get to love Im- our dogs. We, yeah, you we get to imagine it along with us. Oh, You're just so cute. He's so quiet though as well. Like, oh, I mean, earlier he was chewing on a bone, which you could hear through three walls. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Oh, he just came um, over to say hi. Now yeah. he's... Oh my God. I still can't get over the fact that we both chose... The same image. The same. I mean, well, what How we could do is happen? we could have a look at the... I mean, I haven't looked at the beer street one so much. So basically, like, in the in the beer the beer street one, everything's a little bit more elegant. Everybody looks there's, like they're having a good there's time. No, there's no buildings, like... In fact, there's construction yeah, going yeah, on. They they're building, building new things. They're, they're building things up. Um, there's loads of, like, fish and loaves. Produce. And, legible writing. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Trade. There's trade, trade going on. Yeah. It. And everybody's orderly and manly. And yes, there are some people at the front drinking, but they're having a good time. They're, their bellies mm. are full. They don't look... 
I love how the beer belly was like a a celebrated thing back then. Sign of wealth. Yeah, as opposed Um, to like the absolutely corpse-like man. Yeah, see that's the thing. Like Gin Street is like everyone's poor and like skinny and undernourished. Everybody in in Beer Street, everyone's you know well-fed and like relaxed and calm. And everything seems so much more calm, elegant, and calm. Like Uh, there's stacks of books in Beer Street, like here in the front, newspapers. Is that a horn? Is that for music? Like. you know what I mean? Is this like... I think that's a pipe. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think... I mean, tobacco. I think think that might be like an ear... An ear ear trumpet. Yeah, a stereophone thing Mm, for him to hear more. You've got like the flag flying in the background. The fact that someone's standing in a painting art. You know, like there's more culture in this image. And opposed to a hanged man, you've got a barrel filled being drawn up into like the higher higher rafters of uh, a building in the back. And I mean, you can see like there must be some dignitary in the back here too. Mm. I mean, it's not my style. I mean, I wouldn't have it hung on my wall personally because uh, yeah, it's I, quite it's, grotesque in ways, it, isn't it? it? It's, it's, it's very, more, it's more uh, morbid to witness it. something, it's to witness it and mm. then and, t- and then take it away. Mm. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna hang this on your wall, unless you like etching and you like a little bit of... Uh, I mean, I like etching, but there's something humor. about these images yeah. that are quite dark, really, when you mm. think about it. I mean, there's some seriously dark undertones here. I think there was a lot of... Because we were talking about earlier about that mother and the baby thing. Um, uh, um, bye! Actually, they Sorry. used a lot of... I was reading they used a lot of propaganda about bad mothers mm. um, to, like... Especially with alcohol, this yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, there's quite some seriously dark times. We talked about death and hangings and Hangings, syphilis and disease and, like, people being addicted to drugs and alcohol. I mean, what we we have to really notice here is that these things were happening... They were really prominent in that time as well. But also, this is a form of propaganda. Yeah, it's yeah. It's propaganda. Absolutely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yes, yes, yes. yes. It was. It, it was propaganda. They wanted people to pay more for gin and to have, you know, higher prices for uh, barley, wheat, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, but they wanted to... They wanted that it's, regulation. It's, it's, it's like a bitch slap, right? It's like, hey pay more but we're gonna like fucking slap you for actually enjoying it or whatever and like oh i always have 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 beer have beer this is kind of controversial but i Mm. kind of always think like prostitution for example Mm. is part of the sex industry i have no problem with the sex industry i know some people do as long as you're safe and you're you know everybody's okay and happy if they're enjoying it like, like But the only reason that the sex industry is illegal, for example, like prostitution is illegal, is because it's not taxed and they can't earn, the government can't earn money off it. If it was, if they could earn tax off of it, it'd be fucking legal. You know, I mean, it's legal, but that's because they get tax off of it. Yeah. Prostitution isn't legal because they don't have tax off of it. Mm. Let's be perfectly honest here. I'm sorry if that offends some people, but like, you know, some people pay for sex and that's okay. If that's what you do, then that's fine. I mean, if you're cheating on someone, then maybe that's not so great. (laughs) You know, as long as everybody is safe and happy and both parties are consenting and you enjoy yourselves and everybody's happy and healthy, then I don't Mm. see the problem. So what's wrong with paying for something you enjoy? You pay for beer, you pay for alcohol, you enjoy that. You pay for a cigarette, you enjoy that. You pay to go and see a film, you enjoy that. Mm. If you enjoy sex and you want to pay for that, and as long as the woman or man that you're having sex with isn't in an exploitative position and they're happy to be doing it, then why... Do you know what I mean? I know there are some... I don't know how we've ended up on this topic, and it's very controversial. Um, You know, if there's somebody in a bad position and they're being forced into these kind of things, then obviously clearly don't promote it. But, like, the only reason that prostitution is not... It's because the government is making money. It's because they can't tax it. Anyway, but... um, how did we even get onto this topic? What we were, we were talking about Hogarth. Hogarth! Let's go back to Hogarth. <laughs> so, summary. Summary. Right. What do we like about it? 
basically the only reason I chose this image was because of the baby <laughs> being thrown off the steps because it reminded me of a meme on the internet. I love classical art memes. Yay! So Basically, funny. it was because it related to this meme on the internet. Yeah. That's the only reason I chose it because I, when I looked at it, I thought, that reminds me of a meme that Rosie showed me. So that's why I chose it. We're funny girls. Um, you probably have a better reason for choosing it than me. I, I, was, I was very kind of like, fuck it, I'm choosing this image. I, you had some really, like, in-depth, like, uh, sort of description. Like, I feel very... I always felt like I was just like a te- like a, a student listening. Yeah, like, but you know more. Amazing. The thing is, I don't know a lot about Hogarth, so I know a lot about the image because yeah. I researched it. But I don't know a lot about Hogarth. But you uh. know more about Hogarth, which I don't. <laughs> so that's been very interesting to learn some more about this classic. Have I have have I talked? Oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. you were talking about the line and stuff. No. Like, she's so drunk she can't remember what she spoke <laughs> about twenty minutes ago. Well, what I like about it and why I chose it is. Uh, <laughs> is I love satirical art and I really like etchings too like I'm going to be talking about some other etchings yeah uh, so I won't I won't lay down some names now but I mean like I'll leave historically they've been very important for like depicting it, the absolutely and so much easier to uh, reproduce than paintings because so it's kind of made it more accessible to the mass public yes. which is again like we were talking about making art accessible this was a way of doing it yeah yeah and also I mean like if you think about it Someone, obviously, like a politician was like, or a newspaper article man was like, hey, you, Hogarth, Mr. William. You, Hogarth, Mr. William. <laughs> can you can you please draw me something? Um, and he was like, sure, yeah. And he had to get his own spin on it. Mm. That you see throughout history. Mm. And sometimes the people love it, sometimes they hate yeah. it. Like, oh, so many wonderful historical stories that I want to talk about. But, like, I want we'll to save, them I want to save that for another episode. Yeah. Um, but, There's like... plenty of time. To be honest, I feel like it's only really been, you know, in the last, you know, 100 years or so, maybe less, mm-hmm. that we don't have the artist or the, the spokesperson to go to. Everyone has a voice now. And yeah. that's great. But it does mean that there's a lot more to filter through. Yeah. And I think when you look through history, you're like, okay, so these there were these really iconic artists. Mm. Now I get to see what they were talking about. Yeah. And because most artists are just like the fucking average Joe mm. who have like some... Um, by average Joe, I mean weird schizo yay i love everything weird going on in my life and i think some deep shit and i'm gonna draw this because who the fuck cares you know like that's what i mean by normal (laughs) yeah uh but what i'm what i loved most about this and why i chose it was because of that fucking lady the same thing as you man like oh my god it's the lady and her baby with a box of snuff out of out of all the There's artwork. some shit going on in the background, but we're looking at the lady with a baby throwing itself off them stairs. Out of all the artwork that we could have chosen, we chose the same fucking thing. See, this is the thing, like... Uh. Even, like, in this really dark image, there's still some mm. dark comedy well, in there that's yeah. made us laugh. So, And that's <laughs> the thing about art. We were saying earlier, you look at an image and you get what you want from it. Yeah. And we got that from it. And then that's fine. Like, it shows our friendship and, oh, our, and our, like, similar sense of humour. So what the hell? Thing. So, we love it. It's hilarious. And like, you want it's cry. really dark, you it's wanna, kind of hilarious yeah, at the same time. It, it's kind of like looking into a it makes black you feel hole. A lo- it makes you feel a lot of different things, which I think the best art does. Like, yeah. it's, it's hilarious and really sad at the same yeah, time you, when you look at it. You want to look at both of the drawings together, because they were meant to be viewed sort of side by side. Yeah. And that is uh, Beer, Beer Street. Beer Street. Beer, Beer Street and Gin... Lane. Gin Lane. By William by, Hogarth. Yeah, William Hogarth. I think I said it was 1751. 17, Don't, yeah. 
Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure I said 1751, but that was half an hour ago and I was a lot more sober. Yeah. Um, and um, I think we're on to the part of oh, the podcast yeah. where we talk about our recommendations for oh, the... Oh, hey. Uh, this, so, is, this is the part you're going to look forward to the most. <laughs> yeah. So what are your either art or just general recommendations for the week or month or... Because we haven't actually discussed how often we're going to record this. I mean, I hope oh. we're going to do it every Friday because, I mean, this oh, is great. Oh, but... Yeah. Like, I mean, sorry for our kidneys, but hey. Uh... Be fine. <laughs> they're fine um yeah I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this so far um okay so our recommendations i'm obviously a massive comic fan mm-hmm. uh i do them myself um, she does and she does them beautifully i'd like to add <laughs> and this is where i'm gonna squeeze this one in because i yeah yeah i'm gonna um <laughs> recommend nick bryan you can find him at nickbryan.com i think it's dot com i don't think it's dot org uh and he's just done a new comic called moonframe it's literally just been released, I think, like, yesterday or something like that. And I'm really sad because I'm not going to this uh, comic convention over, like, near Wales that's called, like, True Believers. Yeah. I mean, I'd have loved to have driven four hours to get there, but, I mean, we're kind of on the other side of the country. Um, and yeah. I'd have been able to meet all these people and, dear God, they're going to listen to this and be like, Jesus Christ, I'm glad I didn't meet her. But... <laughs> Um, no, I don't like, know what I'm talking yeah, about. She's so, marvellous. So, so anyway, uh, me and Nick Bryan, we did a comic in 2018 called The Little Deaths of Watson Tower. And it's like a 20-page comic, and it's all in black and white, and it's really edgy, and it's it's kind of like for the age group of mm. like, you know, sort of 8 to 14 maybe, yep. but if you like comics, you can enjoy it. Beautiful um, artwork, I must yes! add. You're a very talented artist. Thank you. Very, I did, very I did, visually I did the cover pleasing. too. Oh. <laughs> Am um, I surprised? Yeah. No. Basically, it's kind of, it's a story about a girl who's dealing with the idea of death and she has these three friends and suddenly they are transformed into skeletons and she's like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> um, it kind of, it, it, it digresses and it's, it's a 20 page one shot comic. It looks, it looks handwritten and I'm so happy that people enjoyed like the text mm. in it. So yeah, check out Nick Bryan. He's great. Um, and he's got a new uh, comic called Moonframe. Uh, it looks spacey, and there's Ooh. an astronaut, and it's black and white and really cool. It's a lot more edgy than what we did, but I, I mean, I... Is I, that what artist is he working with, do you know, or...? Oh my god. Hold on, hold on. Let me try and... You fill fill the gap, fill the gap. Okay. Oh, well, while she finds out the artist that Nick Bryant is working with at the moment, um, my recommendation for the week is um, actually a poet. Um, and this has been one of my favourite poets for the last few years, actually. His name is Christopher Point Dexter. You can find him on Instagram at Christopher Point Dexter. Um, and you can also find him at www.christopherpointdexter.org. Don't think he has a Twitter handle because I have looked for him because I try and follow him on everything. He's got a few books out, um, I think they're all available on Amazon, but he is one of my favourite poets. Most of his um, poetry is short poetry and I discovered him probably about four years ago um, by accident. Um, just discovered him on like an Instagram suggestion. And some of the stuff he writes is just so simple and so sweet. I just really recommend him. If you just want something easy to digest, you know, something that's really easily accessible if you are into poetry as well. Um, I know, again, like some fine arts, it seems scary to um, to get into. Um, mm. But there's probably like stuff on the internet that you, is his, you don't realise. For example, there's a quote that he did for one of his poetry books that is, I want sex so passionate the stars rip open the roof of our bedroom just to watch. 
which is something that's actually a quote that's on the internet quite a lot that people use is like little pictures on Instagram and Twitter and stuff. But that's one of his pieces, and you don't realise. Do you know what I mean? There, are, there are things that oh, are really it's so intimate. And like this one, for example, I'm I'm on his Instagram because I just adore him. Um, this is one that is love in such a way that it haunts the hate in others. Do you know what I mean? Just like really simple, quick, accessible pieces of poetry that make you feel something when you read them. And that's what I love about modern poetry. Oh, yeah. It's, I, um, and he's one of... The, I just adore his his style of writing. Mm. Um, so as I say, if you want something that's really easily accessible, if you want to get into poetry as well as art, or just poetry, <laughs> for example, please check out Christopher Poindexter. Um, I mean, a lot of his poems are on the internet, so you don't have to buy his books. I mean, if you want to support him, please buy his books, because mm. he's brilliant. Um, I mean, we should always support our independent you know, illustrators, I mean, artists, graphic designers, yeah. fashionistas, and also poets. I mean, like, writers so as well, like, all I, of them. I mean, you tell me what this artist is, and then maybe I should finish with one of his poems that I've liked recently that oh, I Oh, yes. Love. Okay, so, um, so as I was saying, uh, Nick Bryan just did a new comic. I'm not sure how long it is, because uh, I haven't checked it out, because it's literally just come out. Um, but the artwork is by Lucas Peveril. Oh, so like, take him out too. Yeah, like Harry Potter. Pe- it sounds oh, very yeah. yeah. It does, I, th- it? I think it's spelled differently though. It's uh, Pevril, like P E V E R I L L. Anyway, but check no. him out too. Yeah, he's he seems wonderful. Look at all that black and white. That's yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's literally just come out, and they are, uh, well, I think Nick Bryan is at True Believers, which is this tomorrow. It's tomorrow. It, the True Believers convention near um, Wales. Uh, so yeah, there, there'll be some printouts on a table. So yeah, uh, I'll bring it over to Jenny. So I will finish with one of Christopher Point Dexter's poems that was one of my favourites from recently. Um, he shared it on his Instagram that I've already mentioned on the 10th of January and um, here we go. So it is, when I became old enough to understand my tears, I fell in love with them, the way they made me feel sad and at the same time beautiful. I do not fear my tears, I fear becoming so numb one day that they will no longer be able to fall. Oh honey. I know, it's like so kind of evoking, but seriously, go check out these people, they're brilliant. Go check out William Hogarth, and hopefully in the future (laughs) when these podcasts develop we're going to have votes on like the kind of themes that you want us to look at. Absolutely. um, Things like that, so we're going to try and get you involved as much as possible because we... And I mean, tell us what you like, I mean you can always, you can find me at www.rosylar.com Rosie and then L-A-H. Don't know why it's like that, but it's what it is. That's what um, how spell. <laughs> and you can find us by our handles on Twitter as well, at Rosie Lara Studio. Mm-hmm. Personal Twitter is at Jen, J-E-N-N underscore Ellen underscore Kemp. And my Instagram is jennifer.ellen.kemp. They're my personal ones. Um, oh, Instagram. Hey. Oh, yeah. And then my, <laughs> I am, I will be perfectly honest, that my business one is in very early days, which Rosie is helping me mm-hmm. with, which is going We're to gonna be We're going to make it fantastic. Is uh, underscore dot renwild, R-E-N-W-I-L-D dot underscore. And then there is a Twitter handle, which I'm having trouble remembering at the moment because I have <laughs> drunk so much. It I, is... We're at so... underscore Renwild underscore. So you can find me on both platforms, but they're not they're not very well updated at the moment, the business ones, because well, we're still in early days. But we're... my personal ones are very updated, so please go find me on them to start off we're with. We're so terrible at like promoting ourselves. We're having a great time right now. <laughs> <laughs> well go check out yeah. Rosie Lart on Instagram and, <laughs> and Twitter because she's just amazing. 
And I'm not saying that because she's my friend. <laughs> Genuinely, I've been in awe of her artistic talent since I was 13. Since oh, I first met darling. her, I knew that she was something special. So please go and check her out. And we hope that you've really enjoyed our first yes. podcast. We hope it's not too tinny. We do apologise if the sound is a bit odd. But we will rectify that pretty we've soon. We've really enjoyed ourselves for our first one. We hope that this hasn't been too rambly. And we hope that you tune in next time for our next podcast. <laughs> we've had a really brilliant time. We have so enjoyed talking with you and talking about some art talking about some alcohol talking about <laughs> some world stuff and so yeah i mean i guess it's a sign off now yeah, isn't it? So yeah see we, you later. Thanks we for... enjoyed having you here thanks and... for coming to drunk art review we'll... yes yeah drunk art review right drunk art review hold on hold on look we should there we go okay hey see you later folks bye guys bye.